Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Salutations and affirmations, listeners. I don't know what an affirmation is. I just think of that guy on Saturday Night Live that had the daily affirmations where he'd look into the mirror and that say was, nice uh, things about himself. He's like the politician guy. Frankel. Oh, oh it was. It was. It yeah. was. Stu- was that Stuart? It was Good Stuart enough. Smiley, Smart and that enough. was Al Franken. And Al, Al Franken, that's it. And Al Franken got in trouble for like giving people unwanted affirmations here recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Al. No, not poor Al. Well, I just this is the worst opening I've done so far. I just, <laughs> I just right into controversial subjects. Right. So let's let's move get on. out. Let's get out of that. Let's move on to something that's not controversial. But before we do. That's, that's something I've been waiting to tell you this. All right, tell me to get your thoughts on it. This is Jerry, by the way. Oh yeah, this is Gavi. Follow us on Facebook, <laughs> this is Twitter, snobs. and uh, whatever else we're on. <laughs> Blibbity blobbly blue board game snobs. Although no, I do want to say we have uh, one follower on Instagram. We like you. He's very faithful. Who board game diner? Does he eat board games? <laughs> <laughs> I think they. Classic burn. Bubble in my throat. I think they, uh, I don't know. I have not asked why he has that name. Maybe they, oh, I think they do go to like the uh, board game cafe there in Las Vegas somewhere. He's the one from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Because we made some very, I made some very disparaging (laughs) marks about Las Vegas. Yes. And then he messaged us saying, stop talking about Las Vegas. (laughs) He said there's more to Las Vegas than just that. Yeah. There's board games. There's board games. But anyway, I think his name's just it's I, I think it's Giuseppe. Giuseppe? It's like G I U E S S something. I could look at his Instagram, nope, but it's I don't want to do all that. Giuseppe. Giuseppe and Summer's his wife. I don't know if she listens, but Are you stalking them? I, I follow it on Instagram. We're friends. When you follow I, I We're friendstagrams. Look, I don't do the technology, but I yes, do know. Yes, we know. But, we can tell. But you should not. I know. I know. I've got some rules. You don't poke people on Facebook <laughs> and you don't follow them and know about their what about stuff. starting fights on Facebook. What oh, about that? Classic. Jerry. You do that all the time. I'm all about. I'm all about. If you ever get into a thread on Facebook about board games and there's somebody trashing something, check and see if it's Baker ID 2000. <laughs> it might yes, be Jerry. Yes, yes. Uh, I do like uh, I do like to trash things. Uh, then we had uh, Joe G. He's the one that said biweekly can also mean twice a week. Touche. Touche. <laughs> but we're going to go with the other definition. Which is every other week. Which I, I'm guessing is every other. I've said biweekly. That may or may not be correct. I don't know. I think it's bi-monthly. The common vernacular is every other week. <laughs> common vernacular. Right back at you, Joe G. Oh, wow. All right. So this podcast is about. But wait. What? There's but more. Wait, but wait. There's more. <laughs> what? What? I, there's something happened to me at work the other day, and I wanted you to rage with me. When you were trucking? Yes. I stopped my truck after a hard day's work, and now I was actually in the mid middle of the day. I go into this convenience store and get my stuff. I'm coming out. I notice these two young lads, probably seven, eight. Lads? I, lads. That's that's for young boy, I guess. Were you in York? Where are you driving? <laughs> I don't know. That's just what they say. Okay. Uh, and their dad. But the two young lads are in front of him. Right? So right. they're right behind me walking out this door. Not an automatic door. A door I will have to hold open. Lest it slam in one of the first lad's face. Yeah. 
So being the kindly gentleman I am. The kindly truck driver. The kindly truck driver. I hold the door open for the young lads with her father right behind them. They walk through. Don't say nothing. The first one walks through. Doesn't say nothing. The second one walks through. Doesn't say nothing. The dad, mind you, I might have should have known what to expect because he was wearing an Affliction shirt. Affliction? It's a name brand. I don't know that brand. Worn by, well, I hate to stereotype people, but. I'll look like it up. Like the NW, the, the MMA fighters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember that guy? He was real popular for a hot minute a couple years ago that like drew the tigers and stuff on everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what was the name of that? He had cologne. As soon as I get some pecs, I'm going to buy <laughs> one of those Affliction shirts. Affliction. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like there's a certain type of person that wears that. They're probably not board gamers. Is what I, you're don't, saying. I don't think they are. Okay. But if they are and you're a good person, well, that's good on you. But if you're a good person, would you not say thank you? I always tip my fedora and say, my lady. <laughs> or That's just a joke. I don't wear fedoras. I'm, I'm what would you say fedoras. to a man? Uh, I just kind of nod real manly-like and say, hey. What's up? What's up? Make eye contact make like, eye con- thanks, bro. No, I won't make eye contact. You know, okay. I don't do that. I close my eyes and say, thank you, sir. Walk a on. Pat on the shoulder. Pat on the shoulder. <laughs> he didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. He just walked out acting like, that's what I should have done. Mm. And I, now this is my, bad on my part, I got angry. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I wanted to say something snarky like, you're welcome. <laughs> you don't be starting. <laughs> and the, they get instantly punched in the face like, by well, the affliction well, wearing guy. Well, yeah, because he's UFC and you're KFC. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have stole that from somewhere. I did. I saw that delightful meme <laughs> on <laughs> On uh, on the Twitter the other day, somebody put that. Well, it, it was very apropos because he it. was very muscular. I wrote that down in my little book that I keep for pr- appropriate. Oh, jokes. he was driving a four a four door Jeep, <sighs> wearing it. I mean, it's I, I, okay. I was judging by appearance. I grant you that. You didn't tell me about the Jeep. I'm all with you now. <laughs> I just want you know, set an example for your boys and say thank you to people that do a kindly gesture to you. Mm. Well, now that we've gotten over it. No, instilling. I'm not over no, it. No, no, we've got to get over it. No. We can't use this podcast to instill You didn't morals. really get as mad as I wanted you to get I, up for uh, me. Well, here's the deal. I have, I, myself. Would you have said thank you to me? I, oh, yes, I would. Oh, okay. I would have said thank you, kind sir. You look very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Because I have a list. <laughs> thank you, kind sir. I have a list. <laughs> and I would, comment it, I, was, I would comment it on your I'm number one Star Trek <laughs> t-shirt. And you would have been like, yes, I got this uh, at Comic-Con. I'd be like, oh, you read comics? And then we would forever be friends. And I'd yes. buy, you'd buy me a corn dog. That could be leave. us. Yes. That could have been me and him. But no. He could be with he us. He snubbed me in my L- kind gesture. Little does he know he missed out. And now... Now he's rolling solo. <laughs> now he's see Oh, <laughs> go! I can't. Segway. Let me drink my soda. Our theme for this board game podcast, which this is, is a board game podcast, despite what you might da, have. Da, 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 I've told you about da. copyright, copyright, so, copyright. But not if you parody it. No, I can parody it. No, you're not solo. Parody. A board game story. I play by myself. All of the time. <laughs> so, in uh, keeping with the upcoming release of Star Wars, the solo story, we're doing our best, our favorite solo board games, which we're going to release this podcast right before the release of Star Wars. A very timely release. Very timely. 
I'm actually somewhat getting more and more excited about this movie because it seems like it's getting better and better reviews. Who would have thought? Well, well, um, I was looking on Rotten. Not that I go by Rotten Tomatoes and everything. They're pretty good, but uh, it is dropping. Not terrible. I think it might be in the low seventies, if not. Okay, well, it's at seventy-one percent right that's, now. That's, which, that's not good. bad. That's yeah. not bad, considering all the hate that goes around. Yes, that's true. So. Either way, so when people think Solo, not only do they think Han, but in the board gaming world, they think Solo gaming. People playing by themselves. Uh, sad or fun? It's sad and fun for me. And here's what happened. To tell my solo story would be that I was always fascinated by board games because of my father, always playing games. And then about the time that he passed away is when I got back into modern board gaming. Well, it just did get sad. I, well, yeah, I know. I'm dropping oh, the ball. I didn't know. I was really going to get just, sad. I'm burying my, <laughs> I'm burying my soul. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't like getting real, Jerry. No, no, this is FR. I don't like getting real. This is real. Hashtag. I cover it with a facade of joviality. Well, you, you can just, you just uncomfortably laugh. Oh. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> done and done. <laughs> anyways, after he passed away, I was trying to get back into board gaming just to have something that was not related to, you know, sitting staring at a computer screen all the time. And that's how I got into solo board gaming and thus back into modern board gaming and thus eventually became the most respected podcast wow. board game podcasting personality sometime right right in the uh yeah. greater paris texas area <laughs> uh, 36 out of 35 is what you said last yeah, time pretty good hey our rotten tomatoes is 71 percent. <laughs> anyways so i had a lot of of uh solo board games that i played and i bought a plethora of various types whether they be quote unquote war games which are just basically any hexagonal chit cube pushing. Uh, you watch your mouth. I know. <laughs> Board game. Uh, to to any game that has a Board uh, a um, a variant for solo games. One of my favorites and one of my first solo variant like Alden Ehrenrich, not Harrison Ford. Solo variant. Go ahead. That is actually a really good joke. Just poorly delivered. Uh, my first, my first game. It does have a solo variant. It's because it's a co-op game, and it was one of my favorite solo games, and one of my favorite board games. And at one point, was my favorite board game. It was Robinson Crusoe. It, it's oh, it's rough. And I had the first edition back when it was uh, through Z-Man Games. Very difficult to learn. The translation of the rule book was horrible. That aside, if this is a very heavy game, if you like cooperative or solo games, and you're a heavy board gamer, and you like the theme... I'm a heavy board gamer. I know you're heavy. You're just heavy. The uh, Gravity the, jokes. <laughs> hashtag gravity. Uh, it's I'm a, sad. It's a great game. You're dragging us down, man. Sorry, go ahead. Robinson... Tell us more about... <laughs> Your sad beginnings. <laughs> Robinson Crusoe is a great oh, game. Sorry, go ahead. Robinson Crusoe, but it got sad because they redid it or tried to redo it or made a game similar to it using the same mechanism called First Martians, which was, sadly enough, the most disappointing game of last year for me. Check our second review ever. 
No, not review. Podcast. I love it is on the website. Too, I though, love that game. The website, the, the now defunct website. The, <laughs> the first, the first. Well, we we update it for the podcast. Uh, the first game I played of First Martians, I loved. Second game, I disliked it. Third game, by third game, I hated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robinson Crusoe. That'll go along nicely with our uh, subject next week: games that wowed us. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wowed me, but it didn't stay. Oh, okay. Robinson Crusoe, I loved. I still love it. I love playing it. Yeah, there is like a 45-minute watch-it-played video that Rotto does. Not Rotto. Uh, Rodney. Rodney Smith. Watch it. If it's up your alley, then by all means. This is one of the finest board games made here within the past several years. I love Robinson Crusoe. And uh, so much so, I sold the other edition and bought the new edition. I love it that much. I've bought the game twice. Commitment. That's commitment. Because I'm the type of person I am. When you look at me, I reek of commitment. <laughs> now, Jerry, uh, Jerry differs with me in his opinion on Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, yeah. Gobby doesn't like it, but it's very punishing. It's very difficult. To you, sir, I hand it to you. What solo game do you like? You're the Chewbacca well, to my Han. I'm. Uh, I, I'm. Uh, that you're <laughs> like you're incomprehensible. <laughs> Nobody really understands you but me. Uh, uh, speaking of which, I said this to DJ the other day. Rocket and Groot are basically Han and Chewie. They are. Yeah. I said if they can copy the chemistry between Rocket and Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy and transfer that to the Solo and have that be Han and Chewie, which Rocket and Chewie copied. No, Rocket and Groot, <laughs> Groot copied Han and Chewie yeah. to me. You got your movie. Nice I would watch a Rocket and Groot movie. Part of me died when Christopher Pratt, Chris Pratt, wasn't solo. He would have been the best one ever. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have been good. Can we talk about board games now? We always talk about board games. But okay. My solo experience only came about because of Jerry. Because uh, I didn't, I didn't, I guess I really didn't know about solo board gaming. And the first one I ever soloed was Pandemic. Oh. <sighs> And uh, which is a cooperative game, but you can just play everybody. I like it. I like it solo. So, but it doesn't have, does it have solo rules? I don't think no, it does. No, it, it, it doesn't change anything. You just play I multiple so. characters. You yeah, just play I multiple characters. So. You're correct. So any, any cooperative game could be soloed. So that's where I started. Uh, then my second game was Imperial Settlers. Mm. And I got that's yours. I got that from you. I gifted. I, that I, I to never you. solo board gamed until I met you. I gifted Imperial Settlers to you, and I appreciate it very much. And no, you, actually, you did not. I bought that. You forgot that? Did you? <laughs> I bought it for twenty bucks. Oh yeah, that's before we became really buy, good you, friends. You, you buy, yeah, yeah, you bought me a case of beer. I forgot. To, yeah, yeah, you did. That was, that was at the beginning of our friendship. Yeah, I didn't really trust you that much. Uh, yeah, I sold you Imperial Settlers. <laughs> I sold you Imperial Settlers so I could buy the next game on my list, which and is now 51st States. 50 of your games sit in my room. So. 51st States. 51st States. We've I've, argued about this. I, I, I like 51st States better as a solo and better as a game. Do not well, listen to me. Well, I have not played it solo, so I can't speak of that. I think part of the issue is, like many people with many games, I've played Imperial Settlers more. So in my mind, I'm leaning more that way. I love 51st States. But I need to play 51st State again. We need to play 51st States tonight. Oh, done. Done right, and done. Because I, I love Imperial Settlers. And you have it. Yeah, it's in your yeah, it's uh, in my box. bit box. Love bit box. If you can get rid of the board's... The boxes of the games. Buy Bitbox. Love it. 
so, but my, all of my, uh, most of the games I've played solo are just regular games or Euro games with solo variants. I haven't, I got Field Commander Alexander. I've almost got it down, but I just haven't devoted time to it, which is a pure solo by DVG. Segway! Segway. Oh, I love segways. You know, but you ruin it when you say segway. No, it doesn't. Yes, it <laughs> doesn't, it does. doesn't ruin it for me. You pointing it out ruins it. The fact that it's a smooth transition. Minus you saying segway. <laughs> that does away with the smooth transition. No, it doesn't. Yes, no, it, it does. doesn't. It makes people appreciate just how freaking smooth I am. I, but it doesn't because I don't even know how you're transitioning yet. DVG. Field Commander Alexander, the best field commander that you can buy is Napoleon. I love Field Commander Napoleon. Field Commander Alexander's good. Field Commander Rommel. If you don't know about DVG games, they make pretty much straight up solid solo games. So much so, I raved about a particular solo game that I bought simply because of the theme that Gopi just now bought to play. Phantom Leader by DVG. Yeah. Phantom Leader is just where you're it's it's top gun in a box. It's basically flying during these various it's it's technically a war game, but it's more of a resource management game where you're flying all your different pilots to do missions and they gain experience and they get shot down and Would so you forth. You say that's a gateway solo war gamer game? It is. Uh, the Step Up is one of my favorite games, which is on the list, which would be DVG's Thunderbolt Apache Leader, which is just Phantom Leader with more stuff, a modular board, different different uh, mechanics to it. A little bit harder to learn, but DVG in the board gaming com- community is like strictly solo games, almost to, to a degree. Right. And he has these certain systems, such as Field Commander and the Leader System, and they are he has perfected them. They are very nice. And if you're looking to get into just solid solo games, look up DVD, Dan Veerson Games. DVG. Love them. DVD. Love them. DVDs are out. This is Blu-rays one, in. This is one game that I have... I don't even know if you know I have it. Have I ever mentioned this Leaving Earth to you? Yes, you have several times, but you forget what you tell me because you talk a lot. I do. I talk a lot. <laughs> Leaving Earth, which has to be... Have tell to me again. It. It's about For space. the first time. It's about space. It's about the space program. I hear many good things about it. I bought it. You, it's quite expensive because you have to buy it like from oh. the website. La-dee-da. And it's kind of irritating because it comes in the box that like you have to you open it's 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 just cards and it ends up just being cards. But you lay the cards. How much out. is it? I don't recall. Let's get down to nitty gritty. I don't recall. Hundred bucks? No, it's not hundred bucks. But it's it's quite expensive for just a deck of cards. A deck of cards. And there's various expansions to it. I don't have the expansions, but Leaving Earth is a push your luck game. So you build out the solar system. With these cards in front of you, and then you, you every turn you get so much money, which you buy rockets and things of that nature, astronauts. And when you build a rocket, you shuffle up these success cards, basically, and you get to test the rocket. And so you're incentivized to test these rockets, and every time you fire them or use them, you flip out a card from their deck to see if they are successful, or if they just straight up blow up. And so thus you want to test them to weed out the failures, but you can choose to completely ignore that and just go about your merry way. You put dogs or monkeys on them? Uh, you, you actually not really. They, they have like drones or some sort of computerized. It would have been Much nice. It would have been nice if they had some monkeys. <laughs> because. Oh, really? You want to blow up a monkey? Well, no, it's just more thematic because uh, you know they had monkeys up there pushing buttons. Yeah. Yeah. If you have infinite monkeys, 
on infinite buttons, they could blast a rocket off into space. That's a thought experiment. <laughs> I think what you're referencing was the idea of monkeys on typewriters could write the works of Shakespeare, yes. which is something. Okay. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens, Chewie. <laughs> I understand what you meant. But the listeners. I know. All four of them. Probably didn't understand what you meant. I like thought experiments. Leaving Earth. Okay, go ahead. If you're into solo board games, look it up. I love the theme. Love the game. Um, Jerry will pretty much do the solo. Uh, most of the uh, the games that matter to solo gamers. Because I have mine on here that I have played. For instance, Viticulture. Which is pretty decent solo. I like it solo. And I like Automa. I like having a fake person I'm fighting against, such as uh, A.A. Ron on Castles of Burgundy. Now you know how I feel when I can just play you. The card game? Burn. Good one. The Castles of Burgundy card game. Yeah? I love it. Love it. Solo. Solo. I just like playing it by myself. It's dull otherwise. Whatever. This is what I've played. Castle of Burgundy card game. Viticulture. Uh, I have not tried Scythe Solo. You say you don't care for it, but I don't. it's always like in the top. Sagrada, I played it. Which, it's okay. It's all right, yeah. It's just a beat the numbers type deal, which I mean, I guess is most of them in these multiplayer va- uh, solo variants. Lost Expedition, I enjoyed mm, that. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Not the my Gallerist. Favorite. <sighs> the solo, like I said in our podcast, I prefer to the game. Yeah. Because it's just much quicker and there's much more taking place. Well, otherwise, you just bump out, bump out, you know, blah, blah, blah. The gallery is not my favorite. It's okay. That may be all I've got. But Terraforming Mars is my favorite. It is your favorite. I because it. it has a clear-cut victory condition, and I like the victory condition. that you're. It's when you've terraformed Mars, you're done, you win. Have you ever beat Terraforming? Oh, Bloody End. Oh, Bloody End is, oh, no, Bloody End is awesome. So if you don't like, just, okay, just buy Bloody End. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Bloody End is awesome. Uh, Terraforming Mars. Have you ever beat it solo? Once. I have too. Now, out of all these games you mentioned, there's one that you I just now realized you probably don't even know it has a solo variant, and you certainly haven't played it solo. But it sits on your shelf. I have played... Actually, there's two games that catch my eye that both have solo variants that you okay. desperately desperately need to play. Here's Here they are. You ready for this? Go ahead. Anachrony. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I thoroughly enjoyed the solo in Anachrony. And as well, Guilds of London. Yeah, you said it's got one that you had to like look up. Yeah, it did. No, no, there's. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's not in my box. It's not in the box, but there is one you look up and it is actually pretty good. The Networks uh, by Feral. Is it Feral Ferret that makes the Networks? The guy? Or are you talking about the company? The The company. I like how you just threw that out there without even looking at the box. You just knew who made well, it. Well, I knew Gil Hova made it. Formal Ferret, I guess, is the publisher. Yeah. It's not the person who made it. If your name is Formal Ferret, <laughs> this is my apology for Mr. making Mr. Ferret? Mr. Ferret. Good game. Good game, Mr. Ferret. No, I haven't played Anachrony. I want to play that one. You mean Queens wasn't made by Freddie Mercury? <laughs> Queen Games is not run by Freddie Mercury. You seen that movie they're coming out with Bohemian about Freddie Mercury? Bohemian Rhapsody. It's got the with guy. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. I'm. They say excited. it's absolutely insane how how well he does. Oscar worthy. We'll see. If only I liked Queen. We just lost all our listeners. I love Queen. Yeah. We're going to have a serious discussion <laughs> about this when we get off here. I, I was listening to Queen on the way here. I Pandora Queen. I feel sorry for you. You know not what you speak of. <laughs> All right. 
our favorite solo board game. I know you said Terraform. R? Yeah, R. I know you said Terraform Mars is yeah. your favorite, but I'm correcting you because you're wrong. What is it? Coffee Roasters. Ah, no. No. You don't like uh, Coffee no. Roasters? It's not your favorite? It's fine. I enjoy it. Why is it every time I borrow coffee roasters from you, you're like, the next day, I, Well, because I enjoy it, and I, it's something I can play by myself, and it's easy to set up. I did nothing but rant and rave about coffee roasters. Gobby bought it. I said, no. can I borrow Coffee it? roasters was on my list a long time ago. I, I borrowed it from Gobby. Like, Before I met you. And as soon as I borrowed it, like the next day, he's texting me, can y'all have it back? I need my coffee roasters. Well, I like playing I it. I bring it back. But it's it not my favorite. It on his shelf. No, I have played that thing Several That's times. In the same spot I saw it the other day. <laughs> and I have not beat it yet. I'm a very poor roaster. I'm a barista. This is my deal. I don't like it because I feel like I'm pulling stuff out of a bag, putting it back in. <laughs> pulling stuff out, putting it back <laughs> in. Not doing pulling it stuff right. out, putting it back in. You're not doing it right. I don't know. You're not doing I don't it right. get it. I don't get it. Right. You're not doing it like right. Like you like to say about some things, it's an activity. Oh, it's not an activity. Well, no coffee roasters required. You go look at my scores. I record my scores know, in the box of coffee did. roasters. Fairly decent. Fairly decent. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm I said. a master roaster. False. You are not. I am. You barely got to apprentice. You got one step above apprentice. Lies. No. Lies. I've seen your score. Lies. I also have a coin game. <sighs> By GMT. That is quite intimidating to me and Jerry. And if it's intimidating to Jerry, I don't even it's I don't know what I bought. It's not intimidating. It's just what intimidates me about it is not that it's intimidating. It's intimidating <laughs> by... I've used the word intimidating numerous What's times. What's intimidating is that it's not intimidating. It's that I have to explain it to you. This is a, I'm more the nexus of the universe. It's just like, I don't know how to explain that Pendragon. Pendragon, which is one of the counterinsurgency games made by GMT, if you're familiar with that. If you're not a war gamer, then you don't know what the coin series are. If you are a war gamer and you hear the corn series, you're thinking of Fire in the Lake. The corn series has to be a different game. Children of... <laughs> Why doesn't anybody make a children? Those are the Uwe games, the the corn series. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, delightful (laughs) birds. Gates of Lo Yang. Is that on your list? It is on my list. How did you know? Gates of Lo Yang is probably my second favorite solo board. I just want to, I should have brought Gates of Lo Yang. We should play it. I thought about it because I listened to uh, some other podcast. Yeah. Some other podcast. Some other podcast. Love Gates of Loyang. And they were talking about the UA games. What was the name of it? Anyway. And one of his higher one-ups is Gates of Loyang. He is supposedly making another game that is very... Because he makes games that are basically the same game, just redone a little bit. They're all Tetris now. Yeah. He's shaking that, and he's going back, and he's making a game that's very similar to Gates of of Loyang. He's redoing Mm. it. Hmm. That's the rumor. Something's, He's redoing Gates of Loyang? It's another game, different theme, oh. streamlined. Wheat, wheat not corn. <laughs> the wheat of Loyang? No. <laughs> Stop. I was about to make a joke. I was about to make a joke, and I stopped myself. Uh, Sometimes they die. Um, Another game that has a solo variant that we bought all the expansions for. And one of them I bought for the solo variant and have yet to play it <sighs> is Exodus Proxima Centauri. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something about Exodus Proxima Centauri. You go ahead. Thank you, Mr. Tom Vassell and the Dice Tower for recommending Exodus 
Proxa Centaur to us. Oh, that's nice of you. Thank you. For which Gabi then bought, which then I had to learn, which then I had a very frustrating time building my first nuke that ended up falling off into space, not to be found. <laughs> the game is is all right. Exodus is all right. Here comes the soapbox. It's uh, not that great. Stop talking about it. I'm just gonna let you hang out there I'm by yourself. I'm done. I'm. This d- is your soapbox. I'm just. I, I'm. I'm just done with the whole. Somebody has a decent game that's got something that they like and they talk. I don't about know. It uh, first of all, I have never. Of course, I haven't searched for it. But in all the podcasts I listen to, and I listen to quite a few. Thirty. I listen to thirty-five other podcasts. Right. That's right. Um, I've never heard the solo game of Exodus even mentioned. Yeah. I've never heard it mentioned. Not once. I think it must be not good. It's because it's a deuce. So- <laughs> I'll check that one off my joke. I got that wrote down. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, uh, if you're going to play a space game, play Eclipse first and foremost. That's me and Jerry's pick. Yeah. And we also like Twilight 4, yeah. but we've only played it once, so we don't really know. I'm really like, I'm wanting to play that again. But we've played all three now, yep. and Exodus falls way to the bottom. Exodus is way down. Jerry spent the whole game all excited <laughs> building these nicks, and he fired one off and went... I, <laughs> I just, I watched it go across my sky... <laughs> I went and I was all, like, huh. I went all North Korea and built He fired to be fired able to hold everybody hostage to nuke everybody. He and fired when I that finally when minutes the midnight hit, I let I let loose with the nukes. You shot that thing like Barney Fife. It just it's like there it goes, boys. Oh. Don't oh, remind me. Yeah, don't you did that. Me. Also a solo variant I have in my possession that I've yet to even open, Nations the Dice Game. Mm, nope. Not feeling it. I do want to play Nations the not dice game. <laughs> the, the the first one? Yeah, I don't like uh well, why do they make second editions with dice? Well, wait, well, and then make- people say they're better. That's why I bought it because it's supposed to be quicker and better, easier. Because everybody likes dice. People like rolling stuff because well, they think it's fun. It it gets down to that primal thing of all primal dice chucking. Yeah, dice yeah, we're all <laughs> dice chuckers. Like when we used to take the bones of a carcass. Yeah. And make dice out of it. It's called Oss. They used to do that. And they'd roll. Oh, really? Yeah. I was just joking. I was dropping knowledge. I didn't even know I was dropping knowledge. <laughs> don't you hate that? When you know stuff that you don't even know. I didn't even know I knew that. <laughs> well, there you go. Don't quote me on that. That may have just... <laughs> This angry orchard hard cider is rough on me when it comes to the history <laughs> and science. Uh what, what? So, what's your favorite solo game? Well, it's this, not this angry orchard. Solo, I can tell you that. Well, what is? Huh? No, never mind. <laughs> what? My favorite solo? Okay. I Are you going to go down a list? Do you have some? You got, no. Got some- I've, I've thrown them all out there, and this is my problem. It comes up between, back and forth, uh, between coffee roasters, which I think is very light, very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So, that's like my light... If if you're a solo player, you have to own coffee roasters. For the heavy people out there, how dare you, Robinson Crusoe? I think that is probably the heaviest. If you're into like the heaviest more, or just most confusing, no heaviest. And so if you're into something more war game ish type thing, which is I mean that I hate to use the term war game just because it, it is a connotation. But Thunderbolt, the DVG line, Thunderbolt Patch Leader, any of that, that nature is really good. My middleweight, 
my middleweight, the Hunters. Yeah. I've raved about, about the Hunters, the German U-boat game that is should not be enjoyable to me. I heard nothing but... Is that mostly like pen and paper stuff? It is pen and paper and some dice and some chits. It is exactly... Excuse me? Yes. It is exactly <laughs> what I would not like. It's my midweight game between that and uh, and uh, so, Gates of Luyang. I would not... I, I can't even begin to recommend The Hunters, but I am obsessed with it. So your top five would be... Those. those. In no discerning order. Coffee Roasters, Gates of Luyang, Hunters... A Thunderbolt, Apache, whatever. Yep, leader. Or is that four? And that four? Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. Those would be the episode. So a question yeah. to you. Yeah. There was a game that came out last year that was all the rage called Nemo's War. You bought it. I did. You played it. Yes. And you no longer own it. Tell I, us why. I'll, Go ahead. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> well, Dr. Phil, uh, I enjoyed Nemo's War. Whose war? Nemo's war. I think he said Demo. <laughs> Demo. Oh, Demo. It's his brother. That's his brother. Demo and Demo. It's, it's his. It's his drunk. It's his drunk, slightly, uh, slightly obese. I've got this one, Nemo. <laughs> He's the cousin that Demo. shows up. Uncle, Uncle Demo. Oh, go ahead. Anyways, I'll hang up and listen again. Nemo's war. I I, I know it's got it, the artwork's awesome. If you like the theme. You're 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 spot on with it. The thing is, is that it does not tell a great story. It tells a decent story, and since it's very close theme to the hunters and some other games that I that I have that I enjoy, it kind of waned real easy on me because it is essentially a push your luck game. Uh, you decide to exhaust certain you know the Nemo or certain parts of the ship to modify a dice roll. And that is essentially the only mechanic in the game is exhausting uh, these various aspects on this track and then rolling a dice and seeing if you succeeded. So it's kind of a push your luck uh, type uh, mechanic. And I just, it just, after a while, I got bored with it. I just got bored with the same old idea of just exhausting this to modify a dice roll. Exhaust this to modify this dice roll. And now I love the components. Out, uh, is it Peter O'Toole, who was the artist, who did the artwork on um, Lisboa? This is some of the finest artwork. Lawrence of Arabia? Did I say Peter O'Toole? Yes. Isn't that the guy who does the artwork? I don't know. I said Peter O'Toole. O'Toole. You sure, you sure <laughs> did. Shake it. Ian O'Toole. Go ahead. Some, some last name O'Toole. O'Toole? He's Just a, stop saying it. He's the an, artist. He's an artist, and he did excellent art. The game is good. It's good. But it was very similar to some stuff in my collection, and I just it did not hit. It didn't stay. It didn't last with me, and so I sold it because I simply wasn't playing it as much as uh, as much as I wanted. Oh, Ian O'Toole. Ian O'Toole. I sent that man an email. I played. I looked at the art all throughout. Sixty one dollars. All throughout Nemo's War. I actually went to his website, ianotool.com. Wow. And sent him an email just saying, FYI, I just love Good your job. art. Good job. I just thought, just love your art. I, I bet like he appreciated that. He didn't ever respond. That's sorry, he sucker. Didn't, he didn't care. Ian, how dare you? My I, friend Jerry emails you. You better respond. I just liked his art. You want me to, want me to hint, send him a harshly worded email? No. because I'm gonna look In at, your stead? I'm going to look at Lisboa as well. I haven't got to play that at BGG. FYI. Lisboa. 
Oh, this V Town. Yeah, he's got a new one coming out. Ah, I ain't interested in V Town. Let me start on V Town stuff. I want to play Lisboa though. Why? Because Combon flopped with me, and uh, Galaris flopped with you. Galaris flopped with me. I'm I'm wanting to give this guy. But Galaris did have the easels. Third strike, you're out. Type thing. I think Lisboa is going to be it. Well, well, give it a Uh, try. Just two things. Housekeeping. This weekend, we're going to be at BGG. I'm going to be at BGG with Bubba and Enrique. Gabby will not. BGG Spring. Let me clarify that. Do you have your press pass? I didn't request it. It says board game stop, so no one's going to know who you are. I didn't request one. And quite frankly, I don't care. Jerry will be the one in a yellow hat. Wear a yellow hat? (laughs) Like Tom? No. No. I'm going to buy you a yellow hat. And you're going to go. That way everybody knows. That would be a nice crossover. Tom, <laughs> Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. He can wear a yellow hat and talk about how great games are. And I can sit across from him and tell him how wrong he is. <laughs> You'd be nice to Tom. That's probably the best crossover since the Avengers. <laughs> uh, no. No. And, and the second thing. Uh, the Kickstarter game that's out that we got sent. That I got to play that you didn't got to play. Oh. Uh, it's out called Jabberjot. Didn't hold that on me. J-A-B... B-E-R-J-O-T, Jabberjot. Jabberjot, go ahead. Jabberjot. So we got sent this prototype. That is basically, uh, if you're familiar with Roy Dice, Story Cubes, a little uh, dice. Never heard of it. The Roy Dice, you roll the dice and they have certain pictures on them and you you tell us a story. It's for kids. Rory tells a story. Rory Story Dice. Huh. I love them because I, I roll them and the kids look at them and the kids tell some stupid story. If you got a six-year-old and you got likes imagination. Interesting. Jabberjot to me is the adult version of oh, Rory Story hey. Cubes. You got this little bag that you pull out like these. Like that? Like that. You, really? You, know, you pull out, uh, you pull out uh, various words from these bags and you pull out these various cards have different things on them, and then you're supposed to lay them out. Everybody around the table jots down. Never jot. Jot, Jots down their own story, and then it goes around people either texting the story, they say you can text it, or they read the story out loud, and basically the person who's the jabber decides which one's the best, and everybody goes around the table. There's some issues with it. Like, I don't like the whole, it kind of tones it down a little bit because this is almost a family-style game, almost, I would think. But because you have to write stuff down, I just kind of I, I made a house rule. Just here's the thing: somebody tell a story. So when you said it's an adult game, you just meant it's for older people. Oh yeah, it's not inappropriate. It's did, not- you, <laughs> did you say? Oh sorry, I got the idea that it, oh, it's like it's dirty. It's not Cards Against Humanity. No, 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 no. Okay. It's not dirty. Although, hey, there's not well, different expansion. Say- <laughs> you can't. You can't say something as adult. Sorry, sorry. And leave it hanging at that. Uh, yeah, sorry. Because that takes on a different connotation these days. I guarantee, if this was an adult game like something dirty, this thing would probably have a million dollars on uh, on Kickstarter yeah, by that's now. That's true. Because that, anyways, people are terrible. Take that idea, sir. <laughs> take that idea. The naughty jot. <laughs> See, I already named it for you. Run with it. You can no, take this. Not. Go with no, it. No, I'm taking it. It's mine. <laughs> but no, it was. It's actually kind of fun because you. Pull out stuff from a bag. These are these words that you have, these various phrases, and you're trying to piece together the story. And if you're not very creative, it kind of falls flat. Uh, people at work, mm. naturally. People play. Yeah, the average Joe, perhaps. Yeah, are you not, saying the average Joe is not creative? Uh, maybe not Joe G. Burn. Oh, Joe G. I don't believe that. Shots fired. I appreciate that. But no. I, it, too, think biweekly means twice a week. It's on Kickstarter. Jabberjot. Look at it. He said him and his wife listen. 
Summer? So that's nice. No, Summer's Giuseppe's wife. Mm. So I'm on a first name basis with all two of our listeners. <laughs> oh, and you wait, wait, got Captain. Okay, this is our listeners. Captain Croc. Captain Croc, number one. Uh, friendly Frankie from the North. Joe G, bi weekly. And Giuseppe and Summer. And you forgot Jeff. <laughs> Jeff! Oh, Jeff. I'm Jeff. sorry. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Um, Those are our six listeners. <laughs> And we love you all equally. We appreciate it very much. If anyone else would like to get in contact with us, email us at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Follow us board ga- at boardgamesnobs on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have a Tumblr, which I think I might get rid of. Does anyone use Tumblr anymore? Uh, Do you know what Tumblr is? It's uh, I got on there to try... <laughs> I got on there to look at stuff and was looking up how to paint miniatures on there uh-huh. and got on basically this feminist blog that <laughs> this you gotta, lady you gotta be careful. This lady also paints miniatures and it was called oh, Smashing really? the Patriarchy. And this feminist blog taught me how to I paint I use really? I use their I wow. use their color palette to paint uh, Well you do have to be careful on Tumblr. It yeah. will lead you down some dark paths. Well, that's okay. I did it's got learn, lots of fandoms. I learned about uh, painting about, miniatures. I learned about painting miniatures from a feminist and and check my privilege. There you go. There well, you go. interesting. Which my privilege is having fine miniatures, finely painted. Thank you. You uh, benefited from that. Also at work, I played another game that I haven't told you about that you don't even know that I bought. I bought Cockroach Poker. I have wanted to play that. Was it Shut Up and Sit Down? Talk about that. Yeah. It's okay. so stupid. Oh. Uh, it's so stupid. Oh. It's so stupid. Well, I'm it's, disappointed. It's so stupid. It's fun. Oh, okay. It's, okay, so you got these cards. Like savvy? It, it should not have been this fun. All right, you got a bunch of cards and all these disappearances. Savvy? Savvy. Pick it up. Is that for sale yet? Yeah, it's been for sale. Okay, if you want some stupid fun, buy Savvy. So You're welcome, Mr. Betts. Go ahead. <laughs> our eighth listener. Um, cockroach poker. You got rats and bats and cockroaches all in these cards. You have a hand of cards. Everybody has a hand of cards. And I lay down a card and I slide it to whoever I want to at the table. And I say, this is a rat. And you've got two options. You can say, I don't want this card. And you pass it along to somebody else. But before you pass it, you glance at it. And then you just say, oh, yeah, it is a rat. Or you say something else. He's lying. It's a bad. It's a bluffing game. It's a bluffing game. Or if you decide to accept the card, you then decide, am I telling the truth or am I lying? So I said, this is a bat. And you say, I'm taking the card, but I think you're lying. If you're correct, either you say, yes, it is a bat, and it is a bat, or you call them out on it, and it's not. If you're correct, it goes back to the person who handed it to you, face up. If you're wrong, it goes face up in your pile. At the end of the game, if you as, as the game goes around, the first person has four cards of a kind face up in front of them. They are the only loser. The game ends. Ah, so okay. it came very... The, I, didn't, I didn't quite understand the appeal until like somebody gets three cards, and so you're trying to pass cards to this person that's got three bats you're passing a bat to them and saying this is a bat and so they're risking the whole idea of do i check it right do i want and so it's straight up bluffing did not like it as much as skull but to me skull is more not adult more advanced right gotcha this is a kid's game this is something that i would play with my kids this is this is just stupid fun it's a family game i, I yeah i i, I lot Savvy, Jabberjot, uh, not Sav, not Jabberjot, Savvy and this together. So, so did you say you liked Jabberjot or not? It was enjoyable. It's right up there. Like I said, I like Rory Star Cubes with the kids. This is something that I, it's more of an activity. It was more yeah, of like, okay. I flipped these cards out and said, ah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it for the family or your group. I don't think it'd meet, the, you wouldn't like it. 
That's why I didn't even bother bringing. You don't know me. I know you. I know you, you well. Know I know you well. <laughs> Speaking of whales, well, oh, well, it's time to say goodbye. I'm going to get me another. Okay, another Jerry's leaving, so I cider. guess that's it. Thank you for you listening to Board Game Snobs. Catch me Thank at BGG you. Spring. Check out Jerry. Well, is your name on your tag? Yeah, just no, says Jerry. No one will know you. They will. Jerry, look I'll be for the, the guy with the glasses. Avoiding eye contact. If you see a fight somewhere, go check it out. If you see a blonde-headed guy with glasses on named Jerry, it's probably him. Jerry, Bubba, Enrique will be there. We'll see you in two weeks. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.